up this phase. Just trying to holler at y'all and see what's going on. Had a lot on my mind reminiscing, trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. Just talk, can we just talk, talk about where we're coming Before we get lost, let me our thoughts Can't get where we go without knowing Uh, I want to ask you questions and I need answers. Why are you here in our country? Why are you in our country? Just we come by that, uh, from that side we have a lot of uh, political issues. Okay, which country are you coming from? From Ethiopia. Okay. You left your country because of there's wars, there's anything. Are you refugees? Yes. What does the refugee act say when it comes to migration? Shut up! What does it say? The reason why we are doing this, we want you guys to understand why we are doing this in our country. And we are helping you so that you can go back and fight your country's laws and fight for your freedom. So we fought for this country. You were not present when all some of our brothers were dying. There were bloodshed happening here. Do you know about it? People were banned. A lot of things were happening. You were in your country, relax. While we fighting, we now in our democratic dispensation where we should enjoy it. You come, you intervene, you take over what belongs to us. I'm going back to the same question. You said you are refugees. What does the refugee access? when it comes to migration. The refugee give us paper when you come here to this country. When you give us camp We have tried for our survival, our food, you understand? We are not coming to take over your country or what. We are trying to survive our food. Because we are not doing crimes, we are not selling drugs, we are not stealing. We are trying to get for our food, you understand me? And our families there is no work, you understand me? It's a problem. Okay. So we have tried to get something. I understand what you are saying. You are trying to get food from another country because you are refugees. Obviously, we should have had refugee camps in our country. The refugee act says you must migrate to a nearest country. You coming from Ethiopia. Which is your nearest country in Ethiopia? Why didn't you go to Kenya? Kenya was his problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
you stop it from there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's not our problem. There's so many countries next to Ethiopia. Besides Kenya, what is another nearest country? It's Somalia. It's Somalia. So why didn't you go to Somalia? Look, my friend, friend, I want to... No, the refugee act says when you migrate that is in the conversion of 1951 it said you migrate in your nearest country you mentioned kenya you mentioned somalia why are you coming in south africa because South Africa is far from where your nearest country is. It is. Look, look, no. You know why you are in South Africa? You taking chances because of our country's lawlessness. Our country is not governed properly. Now we are telling you that you need to go back to your countries and fix your countries and fight for what you're fighting for. You come here, you're carrying the guns, it comes to an end. Another thing I want to tell you guys, you are not permitted to own spaza shops. In terms of immigration, Act number 13 of 2002, section 15 and section 19. It simply says sponsor shops selling of veggies, it only reserved for South African. What permits you to own the sponsor shop? You can't, you can't, you must know from today. You need to leave, brother. The time is over for you. We have heard enough about you. You are carrying guns here, and in most of cases, what I've heard nationally, there was one of your guys who was saying that. You guys, you're going to bring more illegal foreigners in our country and then you're going to own our businesses by force. Failure to do so, you're going to fight. So it's not going to happen here. We, we're going to die. We are, we are prepared to die for this country. Because we fought for this country. We didn't fight for you to come and do as you please. You're threatening our children. Today, okay. the, uh, look, okay. we know what you are doing with your country. Yeah. With our country. You're selling drugs in your countries. You know, you know in those puzzle shops. We know very well. You're sleeping with our children purposely to give them pregnancy so that you can have uh, citizenship here. It must come to an end. You guys must understand. Go back and fight your laws. Go back and fight for your freedom. We don't care what is happening in your country. We've got our own issues here. We appreciate that. You need to go. You need to go. Because you don't even know the immigration. You don't even know the Refugee Act. I appreciate serious, but no one tell us this way. You know why? You know why? Because you know that South Africa is lawlessness. That is why you don't even want to read our laws. You don't read our laws because some of your friends tell you that it's easy to be in South Africa. So, brothers, it's about time. Thank you, seriously. This is our freedom we fought for. You see those kids? We're fighting for them now. Not for you, for your kids. Because you're busy dating our children, you give them that poisonous food. Killing our young stars. Pregnant. Yeah? Pregnant. What are you going to do? Do you feel like women are seriously ready for emotionally intelligent men? Kitty, Kitty, what do you think? Okay, let's talk about what emotional intelligence comes with before we even get into this conversation, okay? We're talking about you wanting a man who is tolerant who regulates his emotions, yes. who also knows how to manage your emotions. Mm -hmm. But you're also talking about a man who knows how to navigate his sensitivities and everything else when it comes to that. Mm. But you have to consider that an emotionally intelligent man 
is good at cutting people off when he sees that your sensitivities bring too much reactivity. When he sees that you cannot regulate your emotions. When he sees that you have a low tolerance. This type of man that you are asking for is a man who will walk you out the door in a heartbeat. If he feels like you are disrupting his peace. If he feels like there's any level of disrespect because there's a lot that comes with emotional intelligence. So if you asking for that, you got to come with the same level of emotional intelligence as well. Okay? That comes with a number of factors so if you are a woman who knows that even though you may be sensitive to certain things like criticism rejection because you're not always going to be accepted sometimes he's going to bounce back and sometimes he's going to say I don't agree with your opinion sometimes he's going to say I don't like those thoughts sometimes he's going to say I don't like the way you speak to me if you're not ready for that don't be asking for an intelligent man hey y'all I just wanted to take a moment real quick to be very transparent and just have a moment of accountability. So I had met a few good guys that actually wanted to date me. And I was like, mm, no, like he's corny. Like, no, he ain't got no swag. He ain't got that umph that I'm looking for. Like, nah, not my type. Sorry. No, thank you. Not interested. So I went after what I thought was my type. You know, the guy with the little edge. You know, bad boy, got a little side to him, you know, tattoos and all of that good stuff. The interesting, mysterious guy. And I told y'all a lot about my toxic relationship. And man, these men treated me like shit. Mm -hmm. But they were fine, though. They look good. So I went back and I looked at some of the profiles of some of the good guys that wanted me back in the day. And guess what, y'all? A few moments later. Attention viewers, we are sorry to interrupt. They're all married now. All married. And I'm single. Left with trauma. So I want the good guy now. Yep, I'll admit it. Now I want the good guy. I appreciate all the support, man, and uh, and everything that y'all providing for me, man. Keeping me moving in this thing, man. Let me know that, you know, my mission is not in vain, man. Uh, when I help brothers out, man, I had a consultation with a young brother today, man, and uh, really, you know, told him some things to point him in the right direction, man. It, it was a joyous occasion, man, to to see that light bulb click on top of his head, man, to let him know that, you know, he's been viewing things from the wrong perspective. That's really all it takes in life, man, is for you to start viewing things from the proper perspective man you know what i'm saying that's all it takes for all of us man just start viewing things from the proper perspective you know it's okay to accept the fact that the way you've been viewing things your entire life has been wrong man there's nothing wrong with that you don't have to feel bad because you've been a fool your whole life because you were taught to be a fool it's not like you knew and then you did the opposite but now you know you're picking up the information man you're over here in the atmosphere man bettering yourself picking up the information you need man to either help you change your life or help solidify the path that you're on by knowing that you know god is speaking through me speaking to you letting you know man that you're on the right path man so i just want to say to y'all man don't be too hard on yourself about the things you've done in the past man you know, be overjoyed and be proud of yourself for realizing that you needed to go in a different direction, man, and seeking out the information that you sought out, man, because now you're about changing your life. That's what this is all about, man. It's about changing your life. You know, everything is good. The views are good, man. You know what I'm saying? The financial support you guys show, man, I appreciate it. But the main thing is that I'm helping you change your life, man. I'm, my goal is to affect your life in a positive manner. You know what I'm saying? That's all it's about. It don't even matter. We can look, you put titles on it about, you know, teaching you to be the most alpha version of yourself and helping you become this, help you become that. Man, I just want to help you feel good about who you are, not change who you are, improve who you are. 
because you can never change who you are. Just like a, a, a, a zebra can't change its stripes and a leopard can't change its spots. You cannot change who you are. There is no such thing as changing yourself. All you can do is improve who you are. When you were born, you were already who you're going to be. There is no such thing as changing who you are. Well, I'm going to become someone else. I'm going to become a better man. No, you're not going you're gonna to become a better version of yourself. You're going to become a much improved version of yourself. You're not going to become a better man because that would indicate that you're going to become some, someone else. You're going to become another man, like another man is better. No, I, words matter. So it doesn't matter what you think. It matter what come out of your mouth. Words speak action into existence. Words speak truth into fruition. So I want you men to understand, man, that all you have to do is focus on becoming the best version of you. Look at yourself and improve that. Don't look at someone else and try to become them. That's not how this goes. I was talking to a young brother a couple of days ago, man, consultation, man, and he was trying to pattern himself after the dating coaches he listens to. You know, he was telling me about one dating coach in particular that he read his book and attempted to apply everything that he was saying, but he was trying to apply it in the wrong arena and he was getting the wrong result. And then when we broke it down, we realized that he wasn't cut like that. Everyone's not cut to be the way that their dating coach they listen to is or, or their content provider is or, or their, you know, their, their spiritual liaison, whatever it is. Whoever you're listening to and influencing your behavior, you have to make sure that you're cut out like that because everyone can't apply everything. You see what I'm saying? Everyone can't apply everything. Notice what's going on over there in Palestine with all the atrocities and ask yourselves why haven't any black Christians spoken against it? Where's Creflo Dollar? Where's T.D. Jakes? Where's all your black famous evangelicals? Why aren't they speaking against what Israel is doing? Look at these dumb little black Christians on TikTok. How come they're not speaking against the atrocities going on over there in Palestine? Now, we're on God's side. We, we've been prophesying. When I say we're into the Israelites, we've been telling y'all what's going to happen to Gaza, what's going to happen to Ekron, Tel Mikni, what's going to happen to Ashdod for quite some time now. And black Christians have fixed their black lips to speak against us. Okay, now you're seeing they don't know the Bible, but we do. We are the prophets of the Lord. So again, ask yourselves why black Christians have not condemned modern day Israel, what they're doing. These colonizers, these settlers, these invaders, Ezekiel 36, 5 tells you their true name is Idumia. Bear witness to what's happening. These black Christians stand for only white supremacy. Watch these clips, and I slowed the words down on some of the clips so you can read the evil that these people are saying, all right? We will turn Gaza into an island of ruin. That's what the Jewish nation said. I tell you, 
these Jewish people are the synagogues of Satan. They do what they want to do. They think they are God. But really they are God. We are dropping hundreds of tons of bombs on Gaza. The focus is on destruction, not accuracy. See how they trying to destroy Gaza, the Palestine people. You see this fam. Daniel Hagar, H-A-G-A-R-I said that. Now there is only one goal. Napa explosion on the Palestine. A Napa in Gaza that will dwarf the Napa in 1948. Mm -hmm. A real A R I E L Kelly, C A L L N O. Wipe out their families, their mothers, and their children. These animals must not be allowed to live. In Nilon. That was one Jewish old man, Israel, E Z R A Y A C H I N. Jericho missile doomsday weapon, that's my opinion. Powerful rockets to be fired without board. Gaza to be smashed and rising in the ground without mercy. This is what they doing, fam. They destroying these people. Tally Goofy, T-A-L-L-Y-G-O-T-L-I-V. It's an entire nation who are responsible for erratic about civilizations responsible, not being involved absolutely untrue and willing to fight until we break their backs. Yasa Harrell. Y-I-T-Z-A-H-A-K Heroes Well what they have long known about Me and Israel I don't care about Gaza I literally don't care about Gaza They can go swim in the sea Maya M-A-Y-A-G-O-L-A-N Animal human will be treated according You will want hell And you will get hell Military man, his name is G A S S A N A L I A N, Major General. My goal is the destruction of Hamal. There is a simple test for this. With God's help, if a Jewish child can walk along throughout Gaza, if Gaza will still exist. S-I-M-C-H-A-R-O-T-H-M-A See, fam? The Shalom sisters, you know what day it is, that's right. It is Shout Out Tuesday. It's Shout Out Tuesday. And you know how I love to read your letters of exhortation and your donations of support. But before I do that, I often love to cover a little bit of our hidden history. So what I want you all to do is get your libations and get your diet food. That's right, I said get your diet food. I told y'all I ain't saying comfort food no more. Some of you look like you just run in and out of Piggly Wigglies every few hours. The hell is this? Anyway, diet food 
and libations. Okay, y'all can roll with that. Let's take a look at this history and I'll be right back. All right, Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary. Let's look up Ham. Ham, perhaps hot, the youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood, and one of eight persons to live through the flood. Watch this. He became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negroes, but the Egyptians, Ethiopians, Libyans, and Canaanites. So the scholars know that the Negroes are not Hamitic. They're Shemitic. All right, in this dictionary from the 1800s, let's look up in Africa about the native population. Native population, the chief names used in describing the African population are Negroes, Bantu speaking and Sudanic speaking. Hamites, Northern and Eastern, Pygmies, Bushmen, and Hottentots. I'm going to jump down. The word Hamite, for example, describes men of physique deferring, deferring from that of Negroes. So the white man knows that the Hamites uh, defer are different from that of Negroes. Remember, this word is a Spanish word from Spain. Let's go down. Some of these physical patterns of face, skull, formation, and body are common to certain areas, despite considerable crossbreeding of Negroes and Hamites, Negroes with Pygmies and Arab Semites with their Negro slaves. Negro tribes differ in facial feature and body build, but a Negro of West Africa without any admixture is the one usually chosen as a type. He is heavily built and from median height to tall. The head is long in relation to the breadth. The nose is wide, the lips thick and everted. The lower jaw protrudes, the skin color is very dark brown, almost black and the hair is invariably black and woolly. All right, watch this, look at this. Slavery was due to raids of Arabs and Hamites or Negro communities. Do you see that? Although people don't want to talk about it, slavery was big business. You can see this brother here. He was a eunuch. Okay, these two that you see are eunuchs, as you see the Turkish women around. Now, all of these brothers these slaves here all of them weren't eunuchs only those that worked in the house and around women which was a lot of them wasn't all of them but it was a lot of them a lot of you don't want to talk about the slavery that happened in turkey okay ancient assyria but it was a real thing during the sub-Sahara slave trade or the indian ocean slave trade however you call it under the ottoman empire Okay, 
So again, you see the slave on the right, far right. That's the young boy. Were there not an Israel, the United States of America would have to invent an Israel to protect her interest in the region. The children of Israel were in Egypt under slavery who was in Palestine. In order to make this Jewish dream a reality, we had to visit a nightmare on the local population. So we're all aware of what is happening around the world and the distress that it's causing us and to others. Uh, and as conscientious people, I think it is important that we arm ourselves with facts and we make decisions based on facts. Uh, so I will place before you some historical facts, political facts, realities that uh, no one can dispute. Uh, and then you can make your own informed decisions. And um, if you uh, are able to consume the information, then you can inform the decisions of others. And that's a very important point to take away from this uh, presentation. So the three monotheistic faiths as in Christianity, Judaism and Islam uh, trace the lineage back to Abraham. Um, and Abraham in the scriptures is referred to as the friend of God. So this friend of God had two famous sons, Ismail or Ishmael and Isaac or Ishaq. Um, from the Ismail came the Arabs and from Isaac came our Jewish cousins. So our main focus here is uh, or Jacob. Uh, and Jacob uh, in scripture is known as Israel. So when we say children of Israel, we mean the children of Jacob. So Israelites as in the children of Israel, as in the children of Jacob. So Jacob had 12 sons. Um, and his most famous son is uh, the famous Yusuf or Joseph. And we know historically that Joseph was uh, taken to Egypt or ended up in Egypt as a child. Uh, and there he grew up and there he flourished and there he gained prominence. And once he gained prominence, he called his family over. So the 12 brothers uh, and the parents all ended up in Egypt. Meaning Israel and his children ended up in Egypt. So the logical question here for everyone is, is whilst Israel and his children, as in the Israelites were in Egypt, who was in Palestine? Because there were people in Palestine and they were not the Israelites because they were obviously in Egypt. So who was in Palestine? And the answer is quite simple. The answer is the indigenous Palestinian. They lived in Palestine before the Israelites came. All right, let's go to the Zondervan Bible Dictionary. I got to establish a point of reference first. Let's look up the word ham. It means perhaps hot. The youngest son of Noah born probably about 96 years before the flood and one of eight persons to live through the flood. He became the progenitor, which means father of, of the dark races. The dark races are the African races. Notice what it says next, not the Negroes. So the Negroes don't come from Ham, the scholars know that. But Ham became the father of the Egyptians, Libyans, and Canaanites. And you can read that in Genesis chapter 10, verse 6 through 20. According to the Bible, who dwelt in the land of Canaan? Because that's the name of it. Who dwelt in the land of Canaan before the Israelites took it over? Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1. 
When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land, which is the land of Canaan, whither thou goest to possess it, and hath cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, and the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. Who are those seven nations? Sons of Ham, Nilote Africans, Nilote Africans. Don't let this guy sit here and just lie to y'all. Just go along with his damn Arab lies. Now, what was the name of the land? Was it Palestine in the beginning? No, it was called Canaan. Let's go to the book of Numbers. Let me show you. The Bible says prove all things. See, this is why these, these people, they'll do their little videos or they go on the news and speak their lies. But guess what? The Bible swallows up the flood. Numbers 34 and verse 29. And it reads, These are they whom the Lord commanded to divide the inheritance unto the children of Israel in the land of Canaan. In the land of Canaan. What was the name of the land? The land of Canaan. Not the land of Palestine. That's not what it was called. All right. Let's get it correct. The heck is going on here? And when you jump in chapter 34, go right to the beginning. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I'm in verse 1, now 2, command the children of Israel and say unto them, When you come into the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall unto you for an inheritance, even the land of Canaan with the coast thereof. Y'all see that? Do y'all see that? So that's Numbers 34, verse 1 and 2, and I read verse 29. That proves the name of the land in the beginning. Okay, so the little Arab dude running his mouth, don't know what the heck he's talking about. Attention Israel, Shout Out Tuesday will no longer be hosted on YouTube. For all future viewing, go over to and subscribe to IUIC TV. And remember, stay in the spirit. Shalom, most high in Christ, bless. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about where we're coming before we get lost. Let me Can't get what we do without knowing. Tensions are rising in West Asia. Turkey has sharpened its attack on Israel. Israel is recalling its diplomatic staff from Turkey. Israeli Foreign Minister Eli Cohen says that he wants to conduct a revaluation of the relations between Israel and Turkey. Israel is furious over President Recep Tayyip Erdogan's, uh, who lashed out at its military campaign in Gaza, speaking at a pro-Palestinian rally attended by hundreds of thousands of people in Istanbul, Erdogan said the Turkish people were ready to defend West Asia if Western countries tried to wage a fight between Christianity and Islam. Netanyahu, nasıl teröristse, Hamas'ta teröristmiş. Yazıklar olsun. İsrail, biz de 
seni savaş suçlusu olarak dünyaya ilan edeceğiz. Ve şimdi bunun hazırlığı içindeyiz. Ya İsrail sen buralara nasıl geldin? Nasıl girdin? Sen bir işgalcisin. Sen bir örgütsün. Erdoğan unleashed a scathing attack at Israel and its Western supporters. He accused Western powers of shedding tears over the death of civilians in Ukraine and turning a blind eye on the death of Palestinian civilians in Gaza. Hazırlığı içindeyiz. Bunun çalışmasını yapıyoruz. Hamas nedir? Hamas kimdir? Bundan bir haber olan Gazze'deki katliamında en büyük sorumlusu işte bu batıdır. Ateşkes çağrısı dahi yapmıyor. Çünkü İsrail onlara rağmen adım atamaz. Atmaya kalksa bile üç gün dayanamaz çöker. Tıpkı Edirne neyse Üsküp'ün. Israel has called on Russia to protect its citizens and Jews after a mob stormed the main airport in Russia's Dagestan region following the arrival of a plane from Israel. As many as 20 people were injured in the riot at the facility in the city of Mahashakala. At least 60 people were temporarily detained. The airport has now reopened. huge crowd overwhelms the airport of Makhachkala, voicing their support for Palestinians and chanting anti-Semitic slogans. Videos posted on social media show how the mob broke through doors and barriers with staff members trying to deter them. Some made their way to the runway. They were reportedly looking for Israeli citizens after a plane arrived from Israel. Authorities closed the airport and security forces were deployed at the site. After the incident in Makhachkala, Israel called on Russia to protect its citizens. Well, the U.S. wants war with China, Russia, the Middle East, but can they do that when the military is so painfully out of shape? Look at this study from the CDC. This is a new report about young people's unfitness to serve in the military. It estimates that one in three young adults is too heavy to serve in the military. That's approximately one in five children and two in five adults. They also see that 71% down there that on top of the U.S. map. They're saying that 71% of young people in the U.S. would not be able to join the military if they wanted to because they are either overweight or obese, they have educational deficits, or they have a criminal or drug abuse record. That doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like we really know how to grow them in the United States. Fear, right? fear our military, the toughest. Right. No, scratch that. Uh, the what? The, the, the slowest? Okay, maybe the fattest in the world? Coming for you. We're coming for you, Iran. Right. You better watch out. That's why we have to make such advanced weapons, because we need to depend on those and not running after people. Right, I exactly. I that's right. Drones and stuff that we can sit 
you know, some guy could sit there with a cheeseburger and eat and just use a joystick and drop bombs on people. Uh, further, this study says that 19% of active duty members had obesity in 2020. That was up from 16% in 2015. Uh, but now look at what it costs U.S. taxpayers because of this high number of obese service members. It says it's about $1.5 million, billion dollars annually in obesity-related health care costs uh, that the Department of Defense has to spend for current and former service members and families, um, as well as costs to replace unfit personnel. Uh, it says last lost work days due to overweight and obesity or related causes is about 658000 per year, uh, costing about $103 million per year. Now, according to Pentagon data, 9% of young people said that that's of the U.S. population, only 9% of young people say they would consider a military service. That's down from 13%. So by my calculations, if only 9% of young people consider enlisting, but 71% of that population is ineligible because of obesity, criminal records, or education deficits, then that leaves us with about 2.6%. You can check it later, but by my calculations, 2.6% eligible and willing population. That's embarrassing. Um, let's take a look at this. This is what we found earlier this year. This was from a memo that was leaked in, or I don't know if it was leaked. It came out in February. Um, it includes new guidelines for transgender service members, including provisions to skip deployments, receive indefinite waivers for grooming, physical fitness and drug testing. It says that the military may or may not offer this type of gender dysphoria care. It talked about, oh, speech voice therapy, cross-sex hormones, laser hair removals, voice feminization surgery, facial contouring, body contouring, chest breast surgery, um, known as like upper surgery, that means cutting off boobs, genital reassignment or lower surgery. Um, the document even says that these cross-sex hormones come with potential health risks and undesired side effects. They say it many times. In fact, they say that uh, when you take these hormone, cross-sex hormones, here's some things that might happen. Uh, look at these two Roman numerals. It says you can expect body fat redistribution and decrease of muscle. Um, and onset of breast growth. So again, let's just look at, you know, the lore of what we like to think of our strong military as Captain America. You know, we should want to go from left to right, but instead we're going from right to left. Uh, so just to sum it up, our military is getting fatter uh, than ever. Uh, we're going to make them more fat with cross-sex hormones. We, we accept that just fine. Um, and we're going to weaker with less muscle as well. And yet still we have record low levels of enlistment. So maybe we shouldn't wage all these wars because we need a sick day. We need many sick days. We need six sick years before we are ready to go into battle. Uh, not to mention the fact that the American population by and large doesn't want any war. Russia's defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, has warned the West that the escalation of the conflict with Russia in the Ukraine war threatens a direct military clash between nuclear powers. Shoigu is in Beijing on a working visit and is attending the Shangshan Security Forum. Now, according to Russian media, the forum is attended by representatives of defense ministers and leading experts 
from the countries of the Asia-Pacific region, as well as a number of European countries. Now, Shoigu at the forum claimed that the West intends to inflict strategic defeat on Russia in a hybrid war. If the United States dies, Israel dies by default. While the world focuses on Israel and what happens there in the Middle East, the United States is still under a massive invasion and it's getting worse. New estimates have 18,000 illegal immigrants pouring across the border in the United States every day. It was 15,000. Before that, it was 10,000. Now 18,000 could even be higher than that. Michael Yan is at the center of all of it in the Darien Gap in Panama, where, of course, these flows from Venezuela, from China are pouring through the Darien Gap from Panama and then they're put on buses and then driven right to the U.S. border. This invasion is getting worse. Michael joins us from Panama. M Michael, it's uh, no one's just like totally being ignored, it seems, right now in the face of what's happening in Israel. It is. That's why I haven't run off to Israel. I mean, if the United States dies, Israel by, dies by default. I mean, if our tree dies, they're just a small apple on a larger tree. Right. They're just going to go. They're going to be gone, as will Taiwan and so many others. Right. And so actually, a, a career Border Patrol uh, friend just sent me an article this morning with saying 18,000 known gotaways. Known gotaways are people that they actually picked up on since and that sort of thing. So they saw them come across the border and then they didn't even encounter them, didn't, you know, so say hello, so to speak. 18,000 known gotaways. They, these are the 18,000 that, that they, they know about. So how many more yeah. do we suspect we don't even know about have gotten away? Oh, more, more. And that was over a 16-day period, but there's more. There's clearly more. And keep in mind, we're only talking about the southern border. There's the northern border, and then there's the, uh, well, people coming up on the Florida beaches, and it just goes on and on and on. And this doesn't include the people flying in every day, uh, which is a lot. I mean, we have hundreds of thousands per year now, at least, flying in that are being brought in, quote-unquote, legally uh, by this, you know, again, air quotes, government. I mean, the, I'm not even, I haven't stepped foot in Ukraine during this war or Israel because of, look, if we die, it's over for them anyway, right? And so, but meanwhile, this is, you know, interestingly, now I'm not piecing these two things together other than I noticed that there's two new camps being built in the Darien Gap. We just flew over them on Sunday and photographed them from the sky and also we've been down there on the ground. As Hold you know, on, before you ground. go into, can you explain what is a camp? When you say we saw two new camps being built, what are these camps? What do these camps do in case our audience doesn't never saw you before and doesn't understand the context here? Yeah, that's important. They, um, they are waste they're really not camps anymore. They're more like bus stops and boat stops uh, for uh, at the at the uh, as as people come in from all over the world through South America and they go through Colombia up into Panama through something called the Darien Gap. They go through a jungle there, and as they emerge from the jungle, they go into numerous camps. But now these camps have been made so efficient that they're more like bus stops in the jungle. And so uh, and so right now, for instance, at La Blanca's camp where I've been, I don't know, at least. 50 times uh, on the ground and in the air even more uh, they that camp can bring three to five thousand a day right now
Eye on the Middle East is reporting that they will flood Hamas tunnels with nerve gas under U.S. Navy supervision. Well, now what they're calling these are sponge bombs, not to be confused with sponge bobs, that these are things that can fight these underground tunnels. Sponge bombs are Israel's new secret weapon. It's like a foam that bursts open and then hardens. Apparently, Israeli hostages are immune to these chemical weapons, or they're I, they're going to be given like gas masks ahead of time. Like, what's going to happen to these people? Like, is it's going to be like some sort of precision strike that's only going to take out Hamas, but it'll save the Israeli hostages. Israel over the weekend saying that they will consider civilians who are in the northern part remain in North Gaza terrorist accomplices. So trying to root out Hamas going into these caves, this is going to be an absolute disaster. I've talked to some Israeli sources who tell me that they are absolutely terrified what's going to happen to the infantry if they go in. They will be slaughtered. Keep in mind that the Israeli defense force on the ground consists of a small portion of professional soldiers. The vast majority of people that are being mobilized are simply civilians. They're reservists. I've been told that these reservists are not nearly as well trained and prepared as their predecessors were in 1973. That means that they have even less training and less preparation than you would want for such a complex operation. And remember that the Israelis have destroyed most of this area in northern Gaza, which makes it much easier for Hamas to defend itself. Any minute now, an official plea for new funds to support Israel and Ukraine. What that looks like Today, actually, we're going to go back to Capitol Hill right now. Secretary of State Tony Blinken is beginning his remarks. Let's listen. To testify before you today. nice that people feel very passionately but i ask that we have order in this hearing room and respect our speakers we will move forward with the hearing uh, and allow the people here and the american people to hear from their witnesses senator blinken thank you chair not shrinking back not in the face of russia's aggression against ukraine not in the face of an intensifying strategic competition in the indo-pacific and around the world if the witness will suspend, I ask that everyone again respect this hearing. We will suspend until the room is clear. As I said, we're standing up for our values. Our di diplomacy, our development must work hand in hand. Committee will suspend. And again, I, I appreciate that people feel passionately about these issues. I would ask that you respect our witnesses and our committee members and allow the American people to hear their testimony. We will pause until the room is clear. 300 people in Gaza, 3,500 kids dead. Come on, I'm an army colonel, I'm a former diplomat, I resigned on that war in Iraq that you talked about. That was a terrible thing and what we're doing right now in supporting Israel's genocide of Gaza is a terrible thing. 
Secretary Blinken, if you can continue, please. Thank you, Chair. I know that several... Committee will suspend, and I again ask that those in the audience respect the people in the room and allow us to continue the hearing. The hearing will suspend until the uh, disruption is removed. I wanted to stop this, y'all. They ain't the Senate, right? And these people protesting, right? They all white. If some Negroes would have did that, because they just escorted them out like, you know, they're in the restaurant. If some black people did that, it'd have been some ruckus. I'm scratching my head. But let's analyze these lies. Thank you, Secretary Blinken. If you can continue, please. So I was saying, I know that several committee members have traveled to Israel over the last three weeks. In our discussions with the Israeli government, the President and I have both stressed the need for Israel to operate by the... Committee will suspend... Secretary Blinken, you may continue. Thank, Thank you. Chair. It's helped make sure that Russia's invasion and strategic... politician what they want right and the politician are not listening to the people they escorting them out with the police slave patrol to oppress the people that's going in to the oppressor narrative that's why I say what are y'all voting for give me a reason to vote on him Because this is what you get when you vote in the elections. You get, you don't get no, I ain't, I ain't seen none. But when I'm looking at these people and I'm watching the video and this man saying his speech and they stopping him, it's kind of funny though. But you know, I see Caucasian people stepping up y'all. I mean, non-pigmentation people stepping up. So, let's finish analyzing. 
Cease fire now. Cease fire now. Cease fire now. Cease fire now. Thank you. And before I turn back over to you, Secretary Blinken, I just really want to thank the Capitol Police for their very calm and professional manner. We all appreciate it. Secretary. <coughs> so the Secretary looking, his face red. He looking kind of bewildered, kind of ag agitated. But I don't know what the lies he done told. The crafty counsel he done crafted up there. That's what I'm saying. Where's the good people at? All the good people, where you at? Because we shown up seeing a lot of bad people around here. Where's all the good people that gonna give us hope? Because all the bad people is giving us hard grief. Let's analyze. When people are being warned about what's happening right before their very eyes, and they're just shrugging it off and going about their daily lives. Y'all, they're projecting everything that they're doing, okay? Everything is projected. It doesn't just happen. Nothing is random. The guy on the East Coast who shot all those people just recently, our prayers are with them. It's not random, okay? I'm going to walk you through a few things right now real quick. And because uh, I'm at the conference, the first annual Homesteading Life Conference Women's Retreat is well underway here tomorrow. Uh, so when you guys see this video, we'll be getting ready, staging and everything, and we're getting ready to welcome 100 people, uh, ladies that is, to the event. And so I wanted to give you guys this uh, information because things are going to start moving a little faster, and I just want you guys to be prepared in your most best possible way. Okay? If you have a firearm, don't leave home without it. Don't go anywhere without your firearm right now. I don't care what any sign says or what anybody says, okay? Seconds matter, and the police are minutes away, okay? That's why you have your firearm. But listen, real quick, we're going to talk about a couple of videos that I found. And the first one is going to start off with projecting what they're going to be doing in the future. I ran across the Madonna song called The Future, and she put it out in 2019. Timing is everything with these folks. And basically, the song goes kind of like, not everyone is coming to the future. Not everyone is learning from the past. Not everyone can come into the future. Not everyone that's here is gonna last. And then they start handing out the J-A-B, and people are D-I-E-D-S-U-D-D-E-N-L-E-Y. I'll tell you why I'm doing that in a future video, like real soon, okay? Please pay attention. 
right now I found a clip of the video because it was a very intriguing uh, set of lyrics that we have here and I found a video and what you're gonna see I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you while I'm kind of describing it but you're gonna see snake eyes coming down into a snake mouth they're singing that everyone's coming into the future. You can go look the video up for yourself and watch the video. They march people up the stairs. They turn around and they fall backwards into the mouth of the snake. Okay. Also, they have people rolling around on the floor and uh, you know doing some kind of crazy dancing with like a pig face on that's a gas mask. All right. All during the song, they're playing images of burning. You know. Uh, buildings, burning fires, just like Hawaii. Uh, during the video, they're also showing skeletons of building, kind of just like we're seeing in Gaza. All the time, they're saying not everyone is going to make it to the future. Not everyone is going to survive. Okay? Now, as the snake face disappears, cities, okay, then they spin around, and now look, they're zeroing out of North America, and the East Coast is highlighted. Okay, the East Coast is highlighted. The Illuminati, if you believe this stuff, I'm just passing on what, what some people believe as far as Illuminati stuff, but they are projecting that this thing is going to pop off on the East Coast of America. Also, pay attention to where they're shipping all the immigrants right now. A lot of them are ending up in New York City and on the East Coast. Also, I was watching YouTube like I do. And I ran across this video of a fellow who was being arrested because he was underneath a truck stealing a catalytic converter. Usually nothing to see here, folks. I just thought I would see the how they caught him stealing the catalytic converter, but pay close attention to what he says as he's being arrested. I got a concern, I will use it. I understand what the fuck is. So what's happening fam is I don't know he said he was still in cattle converting and they arresting him I don't know if half of y'all heard him over there. He said, yeah, America going to burn. Yeah, it going in destruction. It going to burn. That's what he said as they he, they was arresting him. Oh, I'm, I'm 
I'm here because I'm going to tell God told me to tell you. Okay. To tell, tell these stupid people that the Russians or the Chinese, you don't even know how this world works. You know the Jews? The Russian Orthodox? Jews? Now that's the word on the street. Do you understand what I'm telling you? That's not MSN, that's not CNN, that's not anything. That's the word on the street. Okay? And they're waiting for the timing. That's it. Now. Some of you folks might have woke up to the story that there was a mass shooter on the East Coast. It's all falling in line. Mass shooter on the East Coast with an AK-style weapon. He's a white military man. Here, I'll let you hear the rest of the uh, psychological information that they're feeding you. With multiple law enforcement agencies, that uh, card, the person of interest, is a trained firearms instructor with military experience that he may have had mental health issues in the past, including hearing voices and threats in the past, and that he may have spent a couple of weeks in a mental health facility. His car, according to law enforcement sources who have been briefed, has been located, a white Subaru. He is not in it. They believe he fled on foot. Where he is at this hour is unknown. Not everyone is going to the future. Not everyone is going to survive. I don't know if you can see it. I don't know. But I'm just kind of watching things go, and as they go, it's getting clearer and clearer. The closer we get to the election, the more you're going to see things popping off. They're losing their grip, y'all. The internet, you know, it was good for them, but it's also bad for them. People are sharing information, people are waking up, and uh, things could get really bumpy. So all I'm trying to do is just bring awareness. Maybe show you that there could be a plan out there to take us out. And we're just sitting here like low-hanging fruit. So all you guys be prepared out there. Keep storing your food. Get your preps in line. And uh, stay in prayer. Make sure you're...